Hello, this is Courtney with RealFoodTraveler.com, a digital culinary travel magazine. We're here today at Devil's Thumb Ranch, which is in Granby in Colorado, and it's absolutely gorgeous here. We've got amazing scenery, white snow-capped mountains and beautiful green pastures and um, some snow on the ground. People have been Nordic skiing. There's also horseback riding, sleigh rides. It's just a gorgeous place that we've had the good fortune to stay at a few times. And today I am looking at the culinary angle of things here at Devil's Thumb Ranch and um, getting to know their new executive chef and um, the food program they have going on here. So let's get started. My name is Josh Bettis. Um, I'm the executive chef. I oversee the ranch here and also the two properties down in in Winter Park. Um, I've been here for about a year and three months um, and it's been a blur. It's been a a whirlwind of of many things to do and, and, and looking at the big picture and where we're going and, and all of the exciting things we have coming up culinary-wise. and um, From A to Z, it's, 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 it doesn't seem like a year and three months. Mm-hmm. You blink and it's gone. Yeah, yeah. I bet. I bet. Um, tell us a little bit more about your responsibilities, especially given that you're overseeing more than just one restaurant. Sure. Um, I oversee all the, the food and beverage here at the, um, at the ranch, um, anywhere where there's food. I'm in it elbow deep um, from from amenities to our grab and go here at Hollow Grounds to our three meal a day at Hex Tavern to our specialty restaurant which we're sitting in right now the Ranch House restaurant um, and down to winter and also all the caterings and banquets we did 120 weddings last year we're en route to do many more uh, more about the same amount this year um, so we're we do a lot of corporate retreats up here at the ranch um, you know we do pack lunch for fly fishing demos and um, cowpoke camp and we do all sorts of great culinary things here and, and we do uh, specialty dinners like dinner on the divide we've got chefs come up and um, you know we're getting ready to do a, a wine dinner here in two weeks so we always have something going on here at the ranch that includes culinary it keeps us very busy um, we also have two other properties down at winter park vasquez creek inn and trailhead inn we do continental breakfast down in trailhead inn which we do all the pastries for that we also have Valario's, which is a northern Italian-inspired restaurant, which was, it's, it's all handmade, it's all homemade, great pizzas, all homemade pastas, and attached to that also is Cafe Giacondo's, which is open early in the morning, and they do until 3 o'clock, and that's great specialty drinks with baristas. We have a brand new pastry program with a great pastry chef that just came on to join us. Um, rave reviews on that. We do nice quiches, strombolis, um, frittatas, and things of that nature. And then in the summer, we'll be doing some full breakfasts in the morning as well. So a lot going on, a lot yeah. of different outlets, a lot of different venues. Um, like I said, it's been a blur, but it's it's great. We also have some some other things in the pipeline in the future, which I'm not going to divulge just yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um, to be able to handle all that, you must have a heck of a background Tell me about that. Well, you know, I've been doing this for 20-some years. Um, you know, I've, I've been all over the United States. My last stop before here was I was the executive chef of the historic Brown Hotel in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, before that, I was at the Monte Lucia Resort and Spa in Scottsdale, Arizona. Before that, I was recruited to go and do the reopening of the Fountain Blue in Miami. Um, before that, I was at the Lowe's in Tucson for years where... Um, me and a, a good friend of mine, Philippe Troche, he's a chef. He's back in France now. We 
shut down the Matana room, which was four diamonds, and we put the fifth diamond in the window. That was the dying wish of of the owner that had the the, the resort, the land it sat on. And it took a year and three months, and we remodeled everything and put five diamonds in the window. Um, so that was a great achievement. But I've, before that, I was in Ireland. I've been in I've been from coast to coast in the heartland, like I said, just coming from Kentucky, and now I'm in the Rocky Mountains, and it's been it's been a joy. I'm blessed. Wow. What what made you want to come here? You know, it's it's a different style of cuisine, and and you know, I think Colorado really has a is capturing the attention of, of the United States. Not that it ever was out of the picture, but I really think it's growing. People are really understanding, you know, what Colorado has to offer from just, you know, the Wagyu program and ranch that we have here to 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 what comes out of the earth in Colorado. The the, the produce and the product is is pretty much year round now and it's 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 cultivated very, very well and um, I just think it's a, a great food scene. Um, it's, it was a different atmosphere for me. I, you know, the places I just uh, told you I've been. Obviously, it's all cities. Um, my lovely wife is she's an Oregon farm girl. She grew up on a farm, and she's been following me around for years, going to city to city. And and I said, you know, we can get out of the city, and, and she absolutely loves it here, and, and and so do I. And like I said, we're blessed just to be here. It's a beautiful ranch, and and, uh, and in Colorado, and the beautiful Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that feeds, pun intended, perfectly into my next question then, that um, you know, being here, being in a ranch atmosphere, although it's it's not rough and tumble, really, you know, it's pretty luxurious, <laughs> sure. but it certainly has that um, rough edge to it, which is part of the appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean in terms of philosophy of, of what you prepare here? Given that you've got that kind of dichotomy going on, sure. You know, it, it, you know, when, when you're cooking and, and, and chefing in the Southwest, obviously uniquely locals, big Southwest Mexican fusion and things of that nature, and, and being in, in in Miami is a lot of Latin American um, flavors and feels to it. Being in Ireland, obviously, was very European, and, um, and coming to to the Rocky Mountains, it's you, you have to stay true to what the earth gives you here in your region you want to be uniquely local and um you know you're not going to come to a ranch and expect to get some low main you know mm-hmm. we, we are a working ranch we've just under 150 head of cattle so you want to keep that in mind it's a beautiful wagyu beef program um full bloodlines um so we want to utilize that in a ranch setting we do also we you know we, we cater to people that come here for for multiple nights and multiple day stays with all the activities we have going on being that Condé Nast rated us the number three um, Nordic ski destination resort last year for, mm. for Nordic skiing. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, you know, so we get a lot of, you know, people that want to be the rugged and, and and feel like they're in a ranch, and but then they come here and it's obviously very, very luxurious, and we get a lot of people that are very, very health conscious as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we keep people that come here because they want the physical activities. We've got great yogas. We have a beautiful spa. We do horseback riding, zip lining, Nordic skiing, obviously. Anything from A to Z, from, you know, the weddings to the corporate people. But there's, there's always that, that dynamic of what people are looking for, especially nowadays with the dietary needs and people being very, very conscious of what they're eating. So it's kind of a, a, a touchy balance at times is to be able to do a nice, hearty, ranchy thing with a nice big ribeye with mashed potatoes to people that want a lighter fare where you do a nice garden and grain bowl and things of that nature. So you really have to, to get to the whole spectrum of, 
of what people are wanting because people are so diverse in what they want nowadays. Mm-hmm. Are, is the menu different in each of the restaurants? Yes, it is. Um, you know, the Ranch House restaurant is, is you know, we do a happy hour in the tavern, so there's nice snack bites, small bites of that nature, and um, then you go over to the restaurant, and it's it's our specialty restaurant, so it's it's a little more, you know, it's we're attention to detail is king and everywhere, obviously. But this is a little more refined cuisine, um, and you know. But, but with that being said, you still want to be able to uh, to incorporate all of the, the Colorado things and the and the things that, like I said, that that are that are here and in abundance in Colorado and, and, and into the region. And so you 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 still get those products in, um, you know, and, and paying homage to the the ground that it comes out of in, in, in the Rocky Mountain region in Colorado, as well as what comes in the farm, but it's also in the streams with all the trouts and, mm-hmm. you know, the beautiful fish that, that uh, the land provides for. So, you know, we incorporate that in all the menus. However, there are different styles of menu. It's, um, you know, it, Hex is, is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very busy restaurant, a lot of foot, foot traffic, and it's kind of the heart of heart of the resort. It's where everybody seems to go and... and, and Meet up and and, and uh, congregate with the tavern and get drinks and and you can get some small share plates from from hummus and crudite to meat and cheese boards to a, a big cowboy cut steak to our our uh, our signature meatballs from Wagyu beef here that we raise here in the in the ranch. So it's a little more homey Americana feeling mm-hmm. in in Hex and the restaurant and uh, we're working on new menus for everything it's you know as the seasons change so we're going to be building on to new menus and, and all the outlets and the catering as well mm-hmm. but they do have their own nuances to um, to be able to, to to meet with everybody's everybody's needs when they come here and, and mm-hmm. stay like I said people do come here for multiple days at a time mm-hmm. and and to give them those options and it's very important yeah I, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, I have a hard enough time cooking for four children who have individual tastes, much less what you're trying to do. Um, so how, was there a big, not a learning curve, but was it a huge adjustment for you coming here compared to the experiences you'd had before professionally? Yeah, somewhat. Um, you know, but anywhere you go, if you, like I said, if you grow up in the southwest United States and then you go to the east coast, there's a learning curve, mm-hmm. um, and just being in any different kitchen is a learning curve. You know, every 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 kitchen that I I, I oversee here, between here and Winter Park, um, have their own feel. They have their own culture. Um, obviously, we're, we're all on one culture when it comes to what we try to to accomplish, and that's quality. We are in a quality-driven industry. We are a quality-driven restaurants, quality-driven um, resort and company, and so. That is our mainstay, and then is our biggest focus is quality and guest experience. So that that's a cult, that's that's a culture in all of our kitchens. However, the the feel of, of the kitchen and, and the crew in Valarios with the idea of you know we want to take rustic home cooking with a northern Italian flavor is going to be a different culture and feeling with three meal a day Americana restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's great because it's it's uh, you know. It, so, well, to answer your question, is it a learning curve? Every every resort you go to is a learning curve, whether you're... Um, I think even if I grew up in, in the, the, you know, in the Midwest, and I never say I never left the Midwest, but you worked at four different resorts and four different kitchens, it's a learning curve everywhere you go, certainly. Yeah. 
you know, when I travel, people and when people find out I'm from Colorado, they always ask me, "What's the quintessential Colorado food?" And I'm never sure what to answer <laughs> them. Now that you've been here a little while, what would you say? You know what? It, it's food is so diverse nowadays, and and people say, "Oh, you know, it's so difficult to get product." I've been doing this for over 20 some years, and and you know the the world is getting much much smaller when it comes to the, the product you can get year round and and uh, people's flavors have all kind of meshed together but you know there is the uniqueness like we talked about in, in regions but you know if you want to think about what people are going to be looking for when they come to Colorado or, or the southwest or the midwest and things are in the south things of that nature people know it's uniquely local people want to get the flavors of that that region so you know, for for us being the people come here and 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 are in the state of Colorado, I think you you really feature what we're we're known for. Obviously, we're known Colorado as a state's known for bison. They're known for for great produce. Um, you know, we're, obviously we're we're known for our our trout and, and lamb. And so there's there's so many different things that you can you can focus on as a region of the state in Colorado. Um, but here at the ranch, our, our focus is we are a working ranch, and we do have just under 150 head of cattle, like I said, and we do an all-wagyu program. And, um, we really like to, to emphasize and put a little bit of focus on our, our beef program here, and, and people are you know, very, very interested in that, and we do different cuts of meat here at the ranch house with wagyu, or you know, or we our meatballs down in, 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 um, in Hex or, or, or wagyu, and and we have meat locust wagyu, and you know, like I said, we have new menus coming out, and you know, we, we do specials with our, our beef, and it's all grown here. And I think people really enjoy the fact when they're coming to the ranch, they have to drive down this road as you saw coming in, and you have the, the pasture and the fields to your left that overlook the um, that are snugged up against the uh, the Continental Divide and 6,000 acres, and you see our cattle roaming free, and it's just. It's just wow! It's absolutely it's breathtaking, is what it is. It is. And so we really put a focus and emphasis on our wagyu, but not just to that. And, and you know, we celebrate all of uh, all of the regions in Colorado's food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For our listeners who aren't familiar with what wagyu beef is, what sure. that means, can you explain that for us? Yep. The the, the best way to, to to describe it is is everybody's familiar with Kobe beef. They understand that you know the full bloodline of Kobe beef and and what it's known for and the quality and the marbling and the textures and, and how wonderful it is. Well, it's called Kobe beef because it's 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 the cow that's raised in, in Kobe, Japan. Mm-hmm. Here in the United States we call it Wagyu. And now this is a breed of cow. They're a little they're black, um, black cow and they're um, you know a little more bovine, a little bit bigger. Some people say their bone structure is a cross between, you know, a a domestic cattle and, a, and an ox, and, um, but the marbling and the flavors and the textures are, are they're impeccable. They're mm-hmm. second to none. Yeah. Okay. What about um, being able to do things scratch made? And I, I know you you source locally, obviously, but with the magnitude of dishes you put out, are you still able to do scratch made things? Yes. Um, you know, like I said, uh, this is a, a quality driven industry. Mm-hmm. Um, our our ownership is very very quality driven and, and, and service oriented, which is great. They're involved, and it's, we're all striving for the, the the same ends to the means, and that's that's guest quality and satisfaction. And, and you're not going to be able to get that if you're if you're buying things out of a box. Um, right. You know, we, we get the the essential ingredients and, and 
we make everything from scratch. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And and it makes the volume. It, it's all the more impressive to me given the volume that you do. That's really. Well, you, you know, it's everything's broken up in, into different departments. You know, it's uh, not one restaurant trying to do all the the banquets and and trying to run everything. And you know, I've got a lot of great crew and. And um, you know you conquer and divide, and you focus on what you what your task at hand is, and 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 be true to yourself, be true to the food, be true to the guests, and and uh, give them the best quality product you can. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got a great banquet team that takes care of all the the caterings and banquets, and I've got a wonderful team down in Winter Park that that takes care of the Northern Italian cuisine and, and Bellarios and and so forth. And so and and so everything's broken up into into departments and teams and they're enthusiastic and they love what they do and they're quality driven and uh, you can't ask for much more than that. No, that's great. So I know it's hard because you've got so many different menus going, but um, give, give our listeners some examples of a couple of your favorite dishes. You know, you you go down to Hex and and kind of our, our signature is our Wagyu uh, meatballs. And, you know, you sit in the, in in the, the Hex tavern and, it's very, very comforting and homey, but very ranchy feeling. So, you know, we really focus on our meatballs. They make great, great hamburgers. We patty our burgers, and um, you know, all from our cows that we raise here um, at the ranch. So, you know, our standout is really the our, our hamburgers and, and, and things that we really, really try to push forward to is a comfort food for the ranch and, and things of that nature. But it's, um, you know, you... People say when you come here, you, you got to at least stop by Hex to have a burger, and and you know, it, to me, uh, as an executive chef that oversees so many facets of it, my expectations of, of a hamburger are just as high as if I was working with caviar or, or any other, you know, truffles. It, it to me that burger better be just as well prepared as as anything else, whether whatever the price tag is on mm-hmm. it is very important. Um, you know, and, and Hex is, like I said, it's a great place for cocktails and drinking. It's kind of the heart of the ranch where people uh, all congregate to meet. And um, it's got a great energy and a great vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Up here at the Ranch House restaurant, it's a little bit quieter, more intimate. Um, it's our specialty restaurant. We really focus on the Wagyu prime cuts. Um, and, you know, we sell them by the ounce. And, uh, you know, it's it's all you know more refined cuisine um, we have a great wine selection here um, you know but we really try to focus on our wagyu beef program however we have fresh handmade pastas here as well we do our colorado trout elk we you know we keep it um, a refined rustic ranch um, type cuisine if you will are um, there any particular recipes you brought with you that you know that if somebody had it like that's a chef Josh dish, you know, it's like, a, you know, it, it's, it. it's all about different components and, and how you train your chefs and, and, and what they're looking for. I mean, you bring in a lot of different techniques and some ingredients and, you know, my philosophy and, you know, I, growing up in, in, in this industry and getting kicked around a little bit, um, you know, you don't want to work for somebody that's going to come in and, and say, here's my menu. These are my dishes. Here's the ingredients. Now get it, get to it. You know, people are. This is a very creative field, and, and people are here because they want to. They want a creative outlook, and they want to create an out, outlet. Um, so I don't. I don't. If there's anything that needs to be tweaked and, and things of that nature, sure, I, I, I do that quite a bit. But I don't really dictate what the chef puts on his menu 
and strong arm them into doing one particular thing or one particular style. Everybody has their own style. Everybody's individualistic, and everybody's creative. And, mm-hmm. and if you take that away from somebody, then you know the, the industry. It's just not what it what it's there for. It's not for why the people are in the kitchen. Uh, people aren't there just to, to feed the masses and, and get people in and out. Sure, there's some places, unfortunately, that maybe that's their philosophy. But my philosophy is that it's also my team is are my guests as well, and I'm never going to tie somebody's hands behind their back and, and dictate exactly what everything they have to put on a plate. Yeah, I, yeah, it's not fair, and yeah. it's I wouldn't do that to the to the young kids in the industry. They don't deserve that. When when you applied to for the job here, did you have to audition with a certain dish? Um, so do you remember what it was? <laughs> you know, I came out here and. Um, you know, I was in correspondence with our food and beverage director, Patrick Lowe, and he was recruiting me to come out here from, from Colorado, I mean, from uh, Kentucky, sorry. And he said, you know, we want you to come out and do some interviews, stay a couple nights, and then we want you to do a tasting. I was like, wow, I haven't had to do a tasting for, for a job for a while, but yeah, it would be fun. Well, you know, why not? Great, so what would you like us to get you? Or I said, nothing, I'll just find something, and I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll find what kind of food you have there, and I'll, I'll make something up. And, I was like, well, chef, the the restaurant you're going to be in is closed. And I said, well, you know, you have other restaurants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure I can find something. And so I just came out and just kind of looked around. And, and uh, you know, I looked around and, and found some ingredients and found some beautiful lamb. And, um, you know, and kind of scratched down a a, uh, a menu while I was watching the Cubs playing the World Series. And I was, I was having a burger. I had to have a burger, right? Yeah. And so I just... Quickly wrote down a menu as to what I was going to do the next day for a tasting. Um, and I woke up, and there was a dusting of snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I haven't seen snow in a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that changed my menu. I said, you know what, I got now I want to do something. And I saw some beautiful mushrooms in a different restaurant, so I made a nice mushroom cappuccino and, um, you know, and, and did a beautiful lamb dish. And, and, and just worked with what what they had, and it, it kind of helped me out to give me an idea of what exactly to look look at when I get when I get here. Um, mm-hmm. Just by looking through the refrigerators instead of them giving me one box of stuff that I had asked for. Right. Come in and see what what they already have on their shelves, see what they already have in their walk-ins, and that will kind of give me an idea of the region. So yeah. um, that was just kind of the way we went. Huh. Yeah. I I think those stories are amazing. I just <laughs> I, I'm already just impressed that you can think on the fly, but you wouldn't be where you are in in life if you weren't able to think on the fly. I think that's way. Yeah, I think that's in any industry nowadays. Yeah. I, I I think, you know, thinking on the fly I think is pretty much is pretty much the norm, um, especially in culinary and kitchens because so many different facets and so many different changes and so many different hiccups and, and, and so many different requests, especially nowadays with dietary restrictions and, um, you know, from, you know, just some very unusual requests at times. you you got to be able to, to, to make it happen. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all about the guests. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so when people come to Double Sum Ranch, which mm-hmm. they should, absolutely, um, got to have the burger. You got to have the burger. And the meatballs. You got to have some meatballs if you go to Hex Tavern. If, if you come up to the ranch house, you've definitely <coughs> got to try some more, you know, the, the Wagyu beef, the, the prime cuts. Um, the the product we get off, off this ranch with with, with uh, 
with our rancher, our head rancher Garth, and, and the way that he treats his his animals is you would think they're his kids. And, yeah. And, and the product that we were able to put on the plate, like I said, we're, we're blessed and very, very fortunate to have that because the, the product is absolutely second to none. Yeah. It's the best beef I've ever seen um, in the United States, definitely. So and what what about vegetarian and, and vegan guests? What, what sure. Are the you know, we we do a lot of pastas. We'll, you know, we're very, very health conscious, and we're, we're, we're very in tune with what people need. We do a lot of gluten-free, um, a lot of dairy-freeze, and, you know, a just dietary needs all across the board and we're equipped in every single restaurant to do so and whether you you know whether you have four people in your restaurant that night or, or, or you're booked to the gills or you have a wedding for for 300 people you always have those requests and 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 you know like i said and you said it's amazing how people can think on the fly and make things happen that's the norm that's i mean that really has become the norm so we're prepared for anybody and and, you know, like I said, it's all about the guests and giving them what they want. Yeah. So. Well, is there anything else you want our listeners to know about why they have to come to Devil's Thumb and what they've got to eat in all of your restaurants? Yeah, I, you know, come to Winter Park. There's always something going on. Valario's, like I said, it's Northern, Aquine, uh, Northern Italian inspired cuisine. Same with Cafe Giacondo's. Have the pastries, the fresh breads, beautiful salads and sandwiches and our baristas are, are, are top-notch and make wonderful coffee drinks, specialty drinks. We have a great wine wine list in, in, in all of our outlets. Um, you go to Valario's, you have beautiful hand-tossed pizzas and pastas. If you go to Valario's, you got to try our, our fresh homemade gnocchis with the braised lamb shank. Yeah, it's to die yeah. for. Um, Hollow Grounds, like I said, you got to get a burger. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, and, and just have fun and, and come up and... And see all the different activities we have, and, and our friendly staff, and um, it's a great place to relax and be pampered. Our spa is is, is unbelievable. Um, you know the staff we have, and you know it's all about the staff and how, how you treat people. But it's it's all about the people that come here, and, and you want you want to you want to treat them well. Um, yeah. And and that's that's you know a lot of places it seems like the staff is going through the motions because that's what they're been you know instilled in them and they've been steeped in that but it's a little robotic here it's very it's very very um it's very organic it's it's because people truly want to give the best hospitality experience they can because they, they come to this ranch every day and they walk around these grounds and they see what what product we have to offer yeah. and and it makes you very proud and you want people to really enjoy themselves and enjoy the grounds the activities obviously enjoy all the cuisines and the spa and it's it's genuine our our staff is very very genuine and organic when it comes to that because it's so easy to do when you look around and really realize that you know quite lucky and fortunate to be working where we are yeah yeah it, it's and and I should mention that the two winter park properties you talked about trailhead in and Vasquez in are only like a 15 minute drive away so you could be a guest here and go there and vice versa versa. really really easily yeah um and you know i haven't really talked about how amazing and gorgeous it is outside we're going to be doing a post with lots of pictures that will really show it off but i'm sure one of the first things they um had you learn was why it's called devil's thumb well you know we're we're right up against the the continental divide and there's a rich history of of uh indian population and tribes here and they're you know, and in the fields there were some pretty gnarly battles back then for territory and, and survival. 
um, and there's is a tribute in recognition of, of lives lost and the, and the hardships that they had, had, had befallen them. And there's you know up in up in the continental divide, there's one large rock, um, and you can see it jetting out, and that is called the Devil's Thumb. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a just to, to never forget the you know the, the true uh, harms of the land and, and, and the people that were here. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It's it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think all of our Real Food Traveler listeners and readers should come up here, and when they do, they should ask to say hello to you and let them know that you, you listen to this podcast. <laughs> you know, absolutely. I, you know, one of the, the biggest things about my job is being, I've, I've been very, very fortunate to travel around quite a bit, um, and very fortunate to make friends everywhere I go, and um, just to meet new people and, and uh, hear different stories. And, and share some of my stories with them, and, and, and them share stories with me. And um, certainly, if you got if you come to Colorado, you need you definitely need to come up and see Devil's Summer Ranch. It's very unique. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's heavenly. And um, please, uh, you know, um, let them, let me know you're here and, and you listen to the podcast. And I would I would love to come by and, and share the stories with you. That's great. Yeah, it's wonderful to be able to meet people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Well, I I appreciate it. it. I had fun. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you.